Sexual situations and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, is that not the truth or what? Today's Tuesday, March the 30th of 2021, day 89th of the year and only 276 days left to go. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on first thing in this morning, as you already are fully aware, as we get our show started and all that kind of fun stuff. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the safety fm studios in orlando florida and streaming across the multiverse of safety fm and then we're kind of hanging out at that other place as well you could be listening to the best but you're not radio big okay so let's get it moving and grooving and start talking about all the things that are going on so today's tuesday so on tuesday what do we normally talk about that's trending well the top five songs of each category inside of itunes and on spotify so let's start off with that before we get you rolling into the news according to the number five spot into itunes it was brian adams summer of 69 at number four fleetwood mac with dreams at number three, Bruno Mars with Leave the Door Open. At number two, according to iTunes, was Mass Wolf, Astronaut in the Ocean. And at the number one spot, Little Nas X, Montero, Call Me By Your Name. So there you go. According to Spotify, giving you the top five songs. Here we go. It was The Weekend with Save Your Tears, Calis Uchis, Telapatia. At number four. Olivia Rodrigo, driver's license at number three. Mass Wolf, astronaut in the ocean at number two. And then in the number one spot, according to Spotify, it was Justin Bieber with Peaches. So there you go. So that's what's going on inside of the world of music, inside of the world of news. So let's get it rolling, going, moving, grooving, and all that kind of fun stuff. Just in case, because I always like to make reference to this, just in case of the sake of forgetting. If you're on the radio station, you can't hang out on the radio station. Remember, you can download us as a podcast, or you can actually watch us on the streaming service. That's the streaming services where we are currently streaming on. But around the um, 8.30 in the morning Eastern Standard Time, give or take, between, let's say 9, just to kind of be good, um, 9, p- 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are available on Safety FM Plus. So just in case. Uh, so just for information, if you can't hang out the whole time, we are available everywhere. So just make sure that you know that you have the chance to continue on. Anyways, today we're going to give you the information, well, or more detailed information about the contest. As a matter of fact, why wait and not just do it right now? Let's do this. So here we go. This is our newest contest going on. Accident Investigation Theory and Practice, the class giveaway. 
Right now, we're giving away one ticket, one ticket for the for this event with Dr. Todd Conklin and Nippin Anand. So you can go there, hang out, take a look at the other th- the different things that are going on, and that is what is happening, 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 happening. The class is going to give you tickets for both sessions. So there is a session with Nippin. There is a session directly with Todd. This will give you access to both. So this is kind of a, this is a, a pretty big ticketed item. So there you go. The The event is taking place April the 13th through the 16th. It is a live virtual event. So you're more than welcome to come out, hang out, and do it. If you want to enter into the contest... The contest, you can go and get more information at safetyfm.com forward slash contest at safetyfm.com forward slash contest to enter out, enter in and hang out with these two. I think it's going to be some cool times there. So anyways, so there you go. There you go. Hey, we like I tell you all the time, I try to bring you stuff. I try to bring you stuff for you to, to do some different things if you, um, if you want or if you're so inclined to do so. So there you go. That's what's going on inside of that neck of the woods. Let's get you into our friends at Feature Story News for them to tell you everything that's going on on their neck of the wood. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Over 20 world leaders have signed a call for a post-pandemic global treaty similar in scale to post-World War II settlements. Boris Johnson, Angela Merkel, Emmanuel Macron and the WHO are all supporting the push for global cooperation to prepare for future pandemics. India recorded over 56,000 new COVID infections in the last 24 hours, according to the latest data, slightly down on the numbers the country had been seeing in recent days. The state of Maharashtra, which accounts for more than half of India's confirmed new cases, is considering imposing a lockdown. Rebecca Bundan reports from Mumbai. India has been seeing a fresh surge in COVID-19 cases in recent weeks, led by the state of Maharashtra, where Mumbai is located. Medical experts say that people not following precautions and new variants of the virus are behind the large numbers of infections. The state government of Maharashtra has imposed a night curfew to try to manage the situation, and it is also expected to come to a decision later this week on whether a lockdown might be required. Opposition parties and many businesses are against such a move because of the economic impact. But authorities have expressed concerns about the strain on the healthcare system from rising numbers of COVID-19 cases. Rebecca Bundin, Mumbai. The UK government says it will stick to its plan to ease lockdown restrictions despite growing pressure for it to speed up. More than 30 million people have had their first dose of a COVID-19 vaccine and deaths and hospitalisations continue to fall. Some Conservative MPs say Prime Minister Boris Johnson should now accelerate the easing of lockdown. Business Secretary Kwasi Kwarteng says the pace is correct. If we were to rush and reopen and for whatever reason... Uh, the, the, uh, there was an uptake in coronavirus, we would be blamed for having rushed to reopen. So what we're trying to do now is to have a steady and sure progress to reopening. In, in Europe, uh, they have a third wave. Uh, this thing hasn't simply gone away. We've got to manage the process. And that's why the Prime Minister's roadmap was, was really important. And I'm very convinced uh, that we should stick to it. 
Hong Kong is relaunching efforts to set up quarantine-free travel bubbles as COVID-19 cases in the city remain low. The government is in talks with 16 countries and is easing the rules for new arrivals. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. The Hong Kong government is focusing on countries that it deems to be low-risk COVID-19 areas and that have a vaccination programme already in place. They include Japan, Australia, New Zealand and Singapore. It's also slightly relaxing the strict quarantine measures that are in place in Hong Kong for new arrivals from those countries. They will now only need to undergo two weeks of mandatory quarantine at a designated hotel rather than three. Anyone arriving from a country deemed to be medium risk will also be able to reduce their mandatory quarantine to two weeks if they've been vaccinated with a vaccine authorised by their country's government. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, it could still be magical. I mean, calm it down there for a second. Anyways, we are back 12 minutes past the top of the hour. A lot of news going on, a lot of stuff. Uh, passports, a lot of conversation about passports. Talk about the world of the strange getting strange relatively quick. I almost feel that, you know, right away, opposed to waiting too long, maybe we should get a little motivated. Let's talk to John Smith. Real quick. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. 
Les Brown said, too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. I've met many people who absolutely live up to this quote. We can easily avoid the things we're afraid of. And sometimes that limits our success because we have to get beyond our fears to be truly successful. I remember the first time I started a business. It was kind of scary. I was 19 and I can now honestly say I had no idea what I was doing. Now, I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know about all of the business details. It was scary, but I can also tell you, I'm so glad I did it. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs on our website, MotivationMinute.org. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. That was pretty motivational there coming from John in regards to what he has going on. Um, so what do you think? What do you think when you hear stuff like that? Do you, do you get motivated? Do you want to do some stuff? Do you want to uh, go out and about? Uh, I mean, I'm just wondering. I mean, and I kind of th- get it gets kind of weird sometimes when you start having these conversations about that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm just saying. Anyways, let's get into some news because that's what we do around here. Talk about what's going on inside of the world of the news and talk about the other things that are going on around and about and all that kind of other fun stuff. Anyways, taking it from the very top of the hit list, Oregon State Capitol building was surrounded by Antifa on Sunday evening. The heavily armed crowd crowd at about 200 um, showed up in a counter protest to a planned right-wing protest scheduled in Salem, according to Fox 12 Portland reported officers arrived onto the scene to find vehicles um, struck with paint filled balloons and smashed out windows. An audible warning was issued to those involved and the unpermitted event alerting them to arrests if laws were not followed. Okay, so there you go. Multiple arrests were made, including one Antifa member who was who pulled a gun on an officer. That just doesn't seem like a good idea. Uh, eyewitnesses said that the group was very clearly Antifa as, as they brought their flag along with their weapons and riot uh, gear. So there you go. Oh, man, I don't, I don't even know anymore. Don't know, don't know, don't know, and that's why we will move on. On Monday, over 145.8 million COVID vaccines have been administered nationwide. Over 52.6 million Americans have been fully vaccinated, while more than 95 million have received at least one jab, according to the CDC. The total number of cumulative cases in the U.S. is slightly over 30 million, and with more than 546,000 deaths attributed to the virus. So I was listening to some news because, you know, that's what I do. I listen to some news, I find some news, and I move forward. So let's go through it real quick and just make sure that I have a clear understanding because I'm never clear about anything, you know, because I don't go clear. Got it? Okay, maybe you won't get that. Uh, So is this how this is going to work? If you get the vaccination, you get it. Then you wait a month and get the second dose if you don't get the Johnson and Johnson. But after that, are you still wearing a mask? And potentially, depending on what state you're in or what country, carrying a passport showing that you have the vaccine. I'm just asking. And I think that, you know, we are getting some some interesting stuff coming about with it. I know that yesterday, the governor of the glorious state where I reside in, 
not it's not glorious because I reside there. This is a glorious state, period. Um, said that they would be an executive order of no passports, vaccination passports, better saying, or vaccine passports for the state. So I think that that will open it up for more people coming here. And I mean, nothing against that. But it's just interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it's going to work state to state if it's that's going to cause a weird divide. Now, I will tell you, I recently had some family members come in. And when they were going back to their state, they had to have all kinds of proof of when they actually left this state. So there you go. I don't know. Some interesting stuff as we do talk about it. Anyways, let's continue talking. The murder trial for former Minneapolis police officer. Well, we're not going to say his name, but you know who I'm talking about. You know. George Floyd uh, began yesterday. The defense made it clear that in their opening statement that they would are basing their argument on the idea that George Floyd died from overdosing on drugs and not the action taken by the by the officer. Attorney Attorney Eric Nelson told the jury that when Floyd was confronted by officers, put the, the drugs in his mouth to conceal them, which um, consistent with the autos with the. Oh, my God. With the <laughs> Let's do this again. So it's supposedly consistent with what they found when they did the autopsy. <laughs> when they actually did the test. So let's go through this. So they found a speedball inside of his system. Nelson also touched uh, touched that a Floyd side saying that he dwarfed, he dwarfed the police officer, suggesting that the force used was justified. Meanwhile, prosecutors showed that there... The jury was infamous video of Floyd having the knee on his neck for about nine minutes, saying that Floyd died one breath at a time. Both sides did speak to the fact that the trial was about one man, not social justice trial or the trial about a police officers. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting on how that's going to go about. And I struggle sometimes when I read some of these things or discuss some of these things because I will tell you, it gets worded. It kind of puts, I don't like spin. Like, don't give it to me pre-spin or pre-spun and all that other fun stuff. Just give it to me straight and then I'll, and I will take it down the path that we want to here. So let's continue talking. Her earth has been given the all clear from sinister asteroid for the next century, according to NASA. The space agency announced last week that a new telescope's observation have ruled out any chance of Apophis hitting the planet in 2068. Apophis is the same rock that was supposed to come uh, frightfully close in 2029 and then again in 2036. While those dates were ruled out a while ago, a potential collision in 2068 still loomed. First detected in 2004, is now officially off of NASA's asteroid risk list. So what do you think they did? Do you think that they went out there and shot it down? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Or did they move the Earth? No, no, no. Neither one, neither one. But just think about it. I mean, interesting. You know, let's talk about it because you know that movie Armageddon freaked out a whole bunch of people. And Deep Impact, if you remember those older movies at the time. Anyways, let's continue talking. Five people were injured and hundreds evacuated after a massive fire broke out late Sunday night at the 
Balang oil refinery in Indonesia. Over 950 nearby residents were evacuated as videos of the huge flames engulfing the facility began circulating on social media. The cause of the fire is still unknown. And so now we're going to jump in and talk about some stocks. So let's talk about that stuff. And we'll get uh, we'll get John John back in here and have him talk about that real quick. So let's go right there. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. The equities markets were mixed on Monday following a big surge late in the day on Friday. The S&P 500 was mostly flat while the Dow Jones led with a small gain and the Nasdaq lagged with a small loss. Traders are optimistic about a global economic recovery but have their eyes focused firmly on the data. This week brings several important economic data points including Tuesday's read on consumer confidence and Wednesday's pending home sales. The most important data for the week will be the employment data. From the ADP to the Challenger Report, jobless claims, and the NFP, traders are looking for positive signs of job gains and labor market improvement. A strong labor market means a strong consumer, and that's crucial for a strong economic recovery. In other news, traders cheered the freeing of the container ship Evergreen and its impact on the global supply chain. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, stocks returned with mixed results on Monday as the Dow added 98 points while the Nasdaq dipped about 79 and the S&P 500 shed about four point shares of Boeing, Walgreens, and Coca-Cola led the Dow Jones higher as it each gained more than 1.5% during the session. Oil rebounded. Uh, more than 1% after cargo ship was freed after blocking the critical passage of many goods, including oil, had been uh, stopped for nearly about a week. But, you know, we've been talking about that story. So there you go. So that's some good news. Circulating, going around, going about, going through, out. So there you go. Thank you, John Smalls, for talking about that. Anyways, with John Smalls, as we always do reference, and let's reference it one more time, he is available on radiobig.fm in the afternoon if you're in the eastern time zone him and his wife do a show together it's the john and heidi show that you can hear on radiobig.fm great guy it's great guy great gal talking about all the stuff that's going on and doing it from an entertaining point of view they i mean they do interviews they do show they they play some music all that kind of fun stuff so if you want to take a listen to what they have going on go to radiobig.fm just to be able to do so anyways more than 130 people were rescued after torrential storms brought heavy rain and flooding to nashville over the weekend the storms were also to blame for at least four deaths by the end of the weekend many of the smaller creeks began to return to normal flows while two of the larger ones mill creek and white's creek were still higher higher flood stages according to the nashville office of emergency management the rain that fell saturday into sunday marked one of the wettest 24-hour periods in Nashville's history, according to the National Weather Services. So there you go. Some information going on there. Hopefully, the people in Nashville are doing well, um, unfortunately, you know, with the four deaths. But, I mean, there was a lot of pictures going around on the socials about it as we it was going on. Okay, let's continue talking. New York and New Jersey have now the highest rates of COVID-19 infections in the country. Despite the vaccination efforts, New York has not seen Dramatic reduction in infection with daily cases averaging about 50,000 people uh, per week since mid-February. 
In New Jersey, the number of new infections has climbed about 23,600. So there you go. There you go. There you go. So I don't know. I mean, some interesting stuff. And of course, the the first thing that you see right away is, well, let's talk about um, what party lines are those two states. And I don't know why that comes up. And then you'll have somebody talk about and what kind of party lines is Arizona and Texas? Because those are the two things that come about right away. And I don't know. I, does you really believe that that plays a factor? Or do you think that this is case management? I don't know. A lot of stuff to think about. Anyways, a simple dose of either the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine is shown to be 80% effective in preventing COVID-19, according to the new studies of the CDC. Researchers said that the high level of protection occurs within the first two weeks after receiving part one of the dose of the two-dose regime. The figure jumped to 90% in the first two weeks after the second injection. The study looked at the frontline healthcare workers, first responders, and other essential employees in eight U.S. cities between mid-December and mid-March. I wonder what those cities are because you know that somebody's going to say, hey, was um, any of those cities in New York or uh, New Jersey? More sarcasms and Mortal Kombat beat down. Rated R safety show. So it kind of the the clap around one more time. Let's talk about it one more time. Let's get the clap first. No, you get the clap. Uh, the Evergreen is free after working for all, for almost a week uh, to move the massive ship. It was finally freed up on Monday after ten tugboats yeah 10 tugboats wrenched it loose of the Suez canal and sandy bank the unclear it is unclear if the vessel which was hauling goods from asia to europe will now continue to its original destination or will have to enter a different port uh for repairs uh, from the mishap the massive traffic jam is vital uh to the waterways costing about nine billion dollars each day for global trade so there you go so here we go. Pozzles saying people in New Jersey and New York have been pretty much um, compliant with stuff. I think it might be something else going on there. What do you think it is? That's kind of, I mean, that's kind of like a cliffhanger. And if you turn around and tell me, hey, go to safetywars.com to find out more, I definitely will know that it's a cliffhanger. I see what you're doing there. Cross promotion. I understand. So anyways, let's get us moving and grooving. It is 26 minutes past the top of the hour. And, you know, it just might be that time to do that thing that we do around this time. You know, that thing that we do. Not the song. Come on. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so it is Tuesday, and we are talking, and we are moving, and we are grooving, and we are doing all the stuff that we typically do on this glorious day. But I ask the question, and it comes up from time to time, and it does come about, and we do talk about it, so let's talk about it once again. Are you doing what you want to be doing? Seriously, like think about that for a brief moment as I do mention that. Because some people will go, well, I'm awake or I'm doing this, but are you doing what you want to do? I mean, seriously. If you would have looked at yourself five years ago and let's say take a look into the future if you have that ability of doing so, or if you were planning out your your next thing, is this what you want to be doing? And yes, I do understand that there is currently a global pandemic going on so i don't want to discount that by any form or shape or anything along those lines but i can tell you that i can sit here and say okay 
Five years ago, my dream was to do X, but is that X dream exactly what I'm doing now? So I ask you the same thing here today and not trying to be mean, not trying to get you to rethink your life, not trying to do this, not trying to do that. It's trying to have a conversation to see where we're at. You know, I will tell you, I know more people with goals, but no plan than I can shake a stick at. What the hell does that even mean? But I'm going to tell you, if you have a goal, but you never plan it out on how it's going to occur, the likelihood of it occurring is probably slim, probably closer to nothing, but they're extremely slim. But if I set a five-year trajectory that I would like to accomplish this in year one or this in the first three months and then move on and have a breakdown on how these things are going to move forward. Not that you break down emotionally, but have a breakdown on how the plan of action is going to work. Normally you can kind of strategize and adapt the plan to what needs to be done. So I ask you, are you doing what you want to do? And let's be realistic. If you decided that, hey, many years ago, you wanted to become a surgeon, I'm not going to say, hey, go hack into somebody and you're a surgeon because that's your plan. You have to take the proper steps to become a surgeon. Let's just be realistic. I know that sometimes there's that confusion that uh, you th- that we're in the microwave generation, in the microwave times, in the microwave that we need to get things done immediately. Oh, I want this. I want the world and I want it now. And if I can't have it now, then I'm not going to do the work for it. Well, that's not realistic either. So let's talk about this. If you're not doing currently what you want to do, why are you not? What is holding you back? Now, let's be realistic. We talk about the world of safety, and I'm not going to sit here Are you doing the things you want to do because you have zero harm inside of your workplace? Because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about are you moving and are you grooving and are you doing the things that you thought you would be doing five years ago right now? So if the answer is no, what can we do today to change that? What can we do today to get that moving for you? What can we do today to start going forward with what your plan of action was? Matter of fact, if that plan wasn't five years ago, let's say it was a year ago. Let's say it was two years ago. Matter of fact, let's not put a timeline on it. Are you doing what you want? Because here's the thing. Some people will sit there and go, well, you're limited to the environment that you're in and the things that you can do and blah, 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 blah. I will tell you, when you start thinking in that fashion, you're going to start being defeated. I sat in a small town in the middle of Texas having a dream in an idea many, many, many years ago. I didn't know exactly how it was going to work. I didn't know exactly how it was going to be, but I can tell you that I'm not here today because I didn't have a plan and a goal or a goal and a plan. I had ideas But I didn't understand how to write a plan. I didn't understand how to vision board it out. I didn't understand how to move forward with some of those things. So I read books. 
I spoke to people, and that was the interesting aspect of it. I went around trying to learn from others where I could be able to get to the person that I wanted to be. Not that there was anything wrong with the person that I was, but I had a goal. I had a strategy. I had something that I wanted to do long term. Did it take years to get there? Yes. Did it go down exactly the path that I thought? No, absolutely not. See, the interesting part about a lot of this is that when you find what you want to do, if you're doing what you love to do, you'll never work a day of your life. Seriously. I get up and I come to this studio and I get here, I prepare everything, speak to the people that are around, and we get moving and getting this show to you. When people say, what do you do for work? I never think about this. This is not work. This is something that I enjoy doing. And I will tell you, I have revamped several things in my life just to be able to do this show. Specifically this show. I do other shows as well. But I have changed everything just to be able to do this. And listen. Sometimes in life, you have to take a risk on yourself. You have to sit there and do the uncomfortable. You have to do things to get where you want to be. And now let's be realistic. You're not going to probably build a car from inside your house to take you to Mars. So let's just do that. And let's talk about stuff. I'm talking about reality-based ideas. Where you're at right now and you, if you plan does not mean it will be the exact same place where you'll be five years from now. Think about it for a moment. Think about how much can change if you put time and effort into it. It's always amazing to me when I hear about people in their dreams, but there's not enough time to work on it. Well, is there not enough time because you haven't developed a plan and a strategy? Is there not enough time because you don't want to put the effort into it? Because here's what has happened. At least in my case, I have had failures in regards of wanting to do what I want to do. And I had several failures. And at one point in my life, I was like, hey, it is not my standpoint on being on the radio. And I decided to leave radio for years. And that was my choice. But I always had that burning desire that that's where I wanted to be. So I did something where I strategize to get back into it. And the interesting part about the whole thing is that why I was gone in a way from the world of radio, I fell in love with this other thing. Safety. And was able to combine both worlds together. Now, is this a story about me to talk about right now? I guess partially, yes. But I want you to think about this for a moment. 
those two worlds at the time that I walked into this had not intercepted each other. They were not combined. I mean, there was, and I, I will tell you this once again, there was a guy that did a podcast that was broadcast, that was aired in a school down in New Zealand. And that was about it. That was the only thing I could find. And it took a lot of searching. But I combined two worlds that shouldn't have been combined, at least the way that I looked at it, by strategizing in a plan. I mean, as we speak right now, we're about a month away since we, I mean, it's right now. I could probably say we're in the week of the three years of doing Safety FM, but formalized in about a month or so, it'll be three years. So I'm still three years in to my five-year plan that I had five years ago. Probably not even five years ago, but in regards of what I was developing at the time. So if things keep on going the way that I'm envisioning them, we'll see where we're at in two more years. Did I plan for a global pandemic during that time? Absolutely not. And that's the thing. If you plan does not mean it's going to be perfect. If you plan, it doesn't mean that it's going to be step-by-step exactly what you want. But man, I can tell you this. I would hate to wake up every morning hating what I'm doing. I would hate to wake up every morning disliking totally what I do. But imagine if you decide to do a strategy and a plan for what you want. Don't you think life would be better? A goal without a plan is a wish. Think about it. Plan out what you want to do. If you're already doing what you want to be doing, great. How can you make it better? I mean, don't get me wrong. There's people out there. I want to hold a business and hang out on the beach all day. Hey, that's a dream. And it's great to have dreams. But what are you going to do for that dream to work out? That's it. I mean, I don't really know what to tell. I don't really know what to say. I can only tell you what I have experienced because it is my life experience. But my experience will be different than yours. That's why I think it's an interesting conversation when you speak with someone and they tell you what they live through. You might not look at it exactly how they do, but it's something that they experience and how they lived. Can't invalidate somebody else's experience because that's what they that's what they lived through. That's what they went through. It's so interesting the times that we live in right now. You have so much access to data and information and things to go out and about and do. So at the end of the day, are you doing what you want to be doing? And if you're not, why are you not doing it? 
because who's the person to blame on this? I just want you to think about it, but I've said it a thousand times and I'm sure I'll say it a thousand again. What do I know? I'm just a guy behind this thing right here. Don't Don't go go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. She really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Oh, there you go. That's some Gloria Tells with focusing, or excuse me, focus on myself. Okay, songs currently available on Spotify and on iTunes for download. Thank you to Gloria and her team for allowing us to play this one. A lot of interesting stuff going on. Anyways, 43 minutes past the top of the hour. A lot of stuff, as always. Okay, so let's bring that one down. I I have to tell you, we should probably just do a music show at some point. Oh, I do. I do it daily. Radiobig.fm. Oh, there you go. Anyway, so I forgot to tell you, uh, some of us, some of you knew, I kind of got to hang out with some people out of good old Sioux Falls last week. Um, virtual, of course, but it was fun. It was fun sitting around talking to, with some other 
people inside of the market in Sioux Falls and talking about some things that are going on in the general area and sitting around just having a just having some brief discussions about how the the world is going about and how things are changing it was it's always good to speak with some people just hearing their different perspectives on things that are going on inside of the world okay so let's continue talking about what is going on inside of the world so here you go san diego comic con will be holding an in person 3 day special edition yeah, get ready for this. The event will be taking over. Are you ready for this? Oh, do we have a... Damn it, man. No drum roll. Let's, can we just get the triangle then? <laughs> uh, they'll actually be holding a special edition of it over Thanksgiving weekend on November the 26th through the 28th at the San Diego Convention Center. According to the announcement from the organization, the hope is by the fall, the worst of COVID-19 pandemic will have passed and the larger public gatherings will be permitted. Last year, Cosmic Con, or <laughs> Cosmic Con, Comic Con at home featured three days of free tape Zoom panels. <laughs> and their online content. So there you go. Uh, some stuff going on inside of there, uh, inside of the world. So um, I don't know, some interesting things off of don't know what to tell you, Aguado. So I guess I'll reference this. So there was an event that went on sale for the UFC with 15 of, with uh, for an area in Jacksonville, which is northern, northern Florida, if you're not familiar. Um, and it can hold 15,000 people. It's supposedly sold out in the matter of minutes. In regards of that actually going on. So there you go. I mean, I guess people are ready to go out and about and all that other kind of fine stuff. So there you go. We'll talk about it some more. Anyways, if you want to know some more things going on inside of the world of music, inside of some of the other things that are going on, you can come and hang out on RadioBig.fm. We'll do that starting at the top of the hour. We are currently on RadioBig.fm, but it does transition to Jay Allen in the mornings um, as we do some music and all that other kind of fun stuff. Anyways, let's talk about some other things going on inside of the world. Father figure, look out because of the dad bob is dad bod is back. Seventy five percent of respondents who took a survey said that they that they preferred the soft and soft round male body to the more toned one. According to dating.com, surveys also found that 20% of the 2,000 participants said that their body does not matter at all when it came to finding a partner. And only about 15%, about 15% like a perfect Barbie or Ken-like body type. So there you go. In the terms of dad, dad bod was the first popularized in the mid-2010s when it was used to harshly critique the beach bodies of actors like Leonardo DiCaprio, Chris Pratt, and non-traditional Hollywood physiques of actors such as Jason Siegel and Seth Rogen. The results of the new survey could signal the fourth step for body diversity. I didn't use the the dad bod, but hey, but it's growing on me, if you you know what I'm saying. Uh, See, honey, a dad bod is not a bad bod. I guess you can use that one if you want to. And in my circle of friends, the dad bod never left. I guess it was always a thing when you really start thinking about it. In one way, shape, or form. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so here you go. We talked about this briefly last week. I believe we did it on this show. If not, we did it on one of the other ones, but we'll talk about it anyways. No, it is not called Peep C. Yes, let me explain real quick what I have going on here as we do talk about it. So there you go. What? 
do you do? What do you get when you cross the legendary cola brand with one of the most popular Easter treats? You get Peeps flavored marshmallow Pepsi, of course. Yes, I'm not lying here. The Pepsi X Peeps limited edition drink will be sold in three packs of 7.5 ounce mini cans. Describes as a delicious new beverage beverage that combines the crisp, refreshing taste of Pepsi Cola with the pillowy, soft and sweet Peeps marshmallow flavor consumers love. Yikes, talk about sugar in a can. Uh, the companies have also launched a social media contest for fans to post pictures of themselves doing springtime activities with peep chicks and bunnies by using the hashtag hanging with my peeps <laughs> and Pepsi Sweet Steaks on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that's hashtag Pepsi Sweet Steaks. That gives you the chance to win a limited edition three-pack of the new soda and other prizes. And coming soon, Pepsi-flavored peeps. So, so there you go. Great just in time for me to be grossed out for Easter. There you go. Some peepsy. It doesn't matter at my place. When my family arrives for Easter, I'll be uh, be used as a mix anyway. So there you go. Um, so I don't know. I am not a big fan of, of peeps, period. And I don't tend to drink a lot of soda. It's kind of rare and far between. Uh, well, I should have said that pre-pandemic was rare and far between. I probably average one probably a week now before it was probably one every six months. Uh, but it's just interesting. I, not my not my foyer of stuff to go to. Um, that's for sure. But hey, for to each their own. If you need um, some stuff to talk about for today, let me give you some whack facts real quick. Uh, we'll go through them. People uh, lose, lose, oh my God, people lose over a pound of weight during sleep by relaxing. Did you know that? So maybe it is a good thing to sleep when you get the chance. Uh, for every person on earth, there are roughly 170 million insects. Oh, that's lovely. A rough guideline among screenwriters is that one page of script equals one minute of screen time. Every piece of plastic ever made still exists. In the 1990s, the average American supermarket had about 9,000 products. Are you ready for this? Today, they're around 47,000. Chimpanzees can identify each other from pictures of their butts. Hmm. Sounds like a whole other class of things to talk about for a moment. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's talk about it. Uh, let's let's do some music in the background real quick. Some small emotional stuff. Okay, maybe that's too emotional. Let's let's go something else. So, oh, what is going on? The the music picks have become rough all of a sudden. Just give me some small beats. Nothing crazy. Okay, so here you go. Let's talk about some quarantine cinema. Quarantine cinema. It is 51 minutes past the top of the hour. Um, If you needed some things to talk about in regards of titles for movies for quarantine time, this is some popular movies that would probably be renamed and sound something along these lines. So here we go. Me, Myself, in Isolation. When Harry FaceTimes Sally. Sofa's Choice. The Good, the Bad, and the Lonely. How to Lose Your Mind in 10 Days. Don't Stand By Me. The Life of I. I Know What I Did Last Night in the 385 Days Before That. 
And uh, let's continue. No wedding, nor a funeral. Look who's talking to herself. And Quarantine Wolf would be the last one. Think about those real quick. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so if you need a scoop of BS for today, here you go. I just read that Miley Cyrus was once voted by her parents the worst role model for kids. Not to be outdone. Kids voted Billy Ray Cyrus as the worst parents for kids. So there you go. Ringo Starr has announced dates for his rescheduled concert tour. I can't wait to go, said everyone's grandparents. Miller Lite's new brand-scented candle sold out in less than 24 hours. Also selling out was Miller Lite. Levi's has launched their Pokemon clothing line. It's the perfect gift for the person who needs their ass kicked. Uh, fact of the day, PayPal once accidentally credited a man at $92 quadrillion. It's the only time a person has ever had more PayPal money than PayPal notifications. So there you go. Some things to think about. Anyways, I forgot to mention this yesterday, and I felt like, you know, a bad guy for not mentioning it because this is the most important part of the show. And I forgot to talk about the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. If you're struggling with any thoughts of suicide or going through any levels of depression, I want you to go to their website, AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org. Or give them a call at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can text the word TALK to 741741. Just remember, you are not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experience from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. They are there and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So keep that in mind as we are talking. Anyways, let's talk about some other things as we kind of try to go very quickly here. 54 minutes into the top of the hour. Let's talk about some reasons to celebrate today. Uh, National Take a Walk in the Park Day. National I Am in Control Day. National Pencil Day. National Turkey Neck Soup Day. That's a thing. (laughs) National Virtual Vacation Day. Maybe I'll enjoy one of those today. The National Virtual Vacation. And last but not least, it is National Doctor Day. Oh, yes. I like it. Let's I like it. Let's do some party noises. That's kind of weak. That's kind of (laughs) weak. Okay, so let's continue. Let's talk about some other things on things that happened back on this day. Back in 2012, Mega Million Lottery hits a world record lottery for $640 million. There were three winners for the jackpot, one from Illinois, one from Kansas, and one from Maryland. That happened back in 2012. We want to talk about birthdays for today. Justin Moore turns 37. Nora Jones turns 42. Celine Dion turns 53. Pierce Morgan, oh, turns 56. MC Hammer turns 59. And Eric Clapton turns 76. Today would have been Vincent Van Gogh's birthday as well. He was born back in 1853. Anyway, so there you go. That's what's going on inside of that neck of the woods. So let's talk about it real quick. If you need a random joke for today, let's let's try. Well, if my mouth wants to cooperate with me, if you need a random joke for the day, let's try this one. If I was the president for today, I would probably start asking the tough questions like, why aren't the terms longer? If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. That situation you most get squeamish about. What is it? If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. 10% 10% of people claim they do this every day. What is it? 
vacuum. Isn't that what the robots were? I mean, I thought the robot kind of hung out and did that stuff. Do they not do that anymore? I thought that was a thing. Maybe I'm cray-cray. I don't know. Anyways, let's talk about this. The NFL is expected to announce the expanded regular season 17 games this week. In February, the Washington Post reported that the league was considering the change, which included dropping the number of preseason games from four to three. The NFL owners will vote for the new schedule today and tomorrow. The last time the league changed the schedule was back in 1978 when it moved from 14 games to 16, cut down two preseason games from six to four. So we'll see what happens later on today and tomorrow on kinds of that information, if that's something that you care about. Anyway, so there you go. If I could leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. In a society that has you counting money, pounds, and calories, count your blessings. Think about that. As we do talk about all kinds of things here on this show, at the end of the day, what we look for is one thing. For you to get where you want to be and you to be a better person than what you were yesterday. Just think about it in that fashion. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on safetyfm.com and on radiobig.fm. Seriously, you really have. Yeah, you did it early this morning. (laughs) I think, maybe afternoon, who knows. Anyway, so keep in mind, you can come hang out on our website, safetyfm.com. It is available, constantly streaming. Right now, we're going to split and do two different things. If you hang out on safetyfm.com, We will continue talking about the world of safety. If you do not, you can come hang out with us on Radio Big, where I will continue with my stuff, talking about some different things that are going on inside of the world. That's one thing. And we'll play some music and all that other kind of fun stuff. And don't forget about the contest that we were talking about earlier. I'll pop that up on the screen one more time. And this is the contest that we have going on featuring Nippin' and Nand, I'm going to mess up this guy's name again, and Todd Conklin, Accident Investigation Theories and Practice. If you want to enter into the contest, go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest, or just go to safetyfm and look at the link that says contest. This will give the opportunity to enter into both sessions at this event that's actually taking place on April the 13th through the 16th live virtual event. Would love to see you there. I'll be there. Would love to hang out with you in the virtual in the virtual spots as we do talk about them. Anyways, that's all I got for today. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. And goodbye. Duh. Oh, yeah. Aren't I supposed to say subscribe to the broadcast the podcast and the stream ah whatever everybody else says whatever anyways see ya (laughs) we are now video stream the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples they should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company no part of this podcast may be reproduced stored in a retrieval system or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.